Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast, Mahim Dots. And today I have someone very special with me. Today I have my Auntie Robin, but most people know her as Robin Knoll. And I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hi everyone, my name is Robin Knoll. Um, was Pollock, changed it a few years ago. And I am Chazi's aunt. I'm very lucky. Okay, great. I'm really excited to have you on the show. Robin, I've been wanting you in a while with you, your job, and you said it's you said it's similar to a little bit of advertising like Uncle Mikey. And I've been curious if you also not just how you acted how I was born, but like if you've ever advertised or looking into commercials and stuff like that with hearing loss. And I have a lot of questions. So I've been I'm really excited to have you on the show. All right, cool. Yeah, so like I said, the company that I work for, we're responsible for placing like commercials um, basically on a website, on your mobile phone, um, on smart TVs. So every time you want to, you know, engage with content, we make sure that we're serving an ad that's relevant to you as a consumer. So in my past experience, we've definitely served pharma ads, I would say, like pharmaceutical ads. Um but I'm not actually sure if we've done any advertising for the likes of like cochlear implants or things of that sort. Um, I bet you we have, I'm sure of it, but um, I can't say off the top of my head that we've we've actually run campaigns specific for hearing loss, but um, obviously I'm very, I'm very interested um, in, you know, promoting and, and understanding your experience and things of that sort. Amazing. So my first question is we're going to jump into how like you became my aunt, like with me knowing class. Now, obviously we know that you are my dad's sister, so that's how you became my aunt, but we're gonna jump into more as a bit like when you were younger and found out about me with feeling lost and how you communicated with me. So my first question to that is gonna be, what was your reaction when you heard I was born early? Cause we know I was yeah. born four weeks early and that came to me, feeling lost, we'll talk about that. Little, but first, I want to know what was your reaction to me and Gabby being born early because no one expected it. Yeah, no, I remember exactly where I was. So it's actually very interesting. When I was in high school, they made us put our phones in our lockers because well, you would get in trouble if you were on your phone during class. So I remember specifically I was in environmental science, which is a class you take when you don't want to take the hard ones like chemistry. <laughs> it's, an, it's an easy science class. Um, and we were like doing a lesson plan and I believe uh, one of the school administrators came and got me because my mom and dad were obviously taking an emergency flight to be with your mom and dad, because we had just found out that I think your mom was in labor and that you guys were coming out or coming really, really early. So Mikey had picked me up from school. I had the administrator come get me from class. They said, go check your phone. Your brother's picking you up. And, uh, uh, um, went together to uh, um, the house, talked to my parents about what was going on. It so happened that Bubby Chaichu, um, Zadie's mom, was coming into town on that very same day. So me and Mikey had to pick her up from the airport while my parents went the other direction and went to New York to be with you guys. So um, really, it was very scary. Um, and we were all obviously very concerned about you know what the fate was going to be and uh, a lot of nerves and a lot of fear but obviously still you know hopeful for you both and obviously look it's where look at where it's gotten us like thank god um all of our to and 
you know, all of the, the optimism and the hope that we had for you guys to be safe and, and healthy was um, well-placed, I would say. And uh, the second part of the question you said was how I, well, actually, I'll let you keep asking. Questions. Like, do you know anyone who had hearing loss yet or no? So yeah, your hearing loss came a little later. I think it was, I think you were a little over one maybe when we when we had known um, that you were experiencing those issues. And uh, you actually wore a really cute little bonnet to keep your, I don't yeah, know if you were- I've seen the videos. It's like yeah. a- Yeah, a little bonnet. You look like Amish. It was really cute. Um, so you had these little these little implants in your ear and you were covered with a, a little bonnet and you know you were you were really a, a happy so cute you were so yummy you were like cuddly and kissy i feel like i remember you would like lick my face you were just so delicious and your your communication was I would say fickle and it's, I think also like still very much like a testament to you. You're warm and, you know, you are smiley and, uh, you know, despite one area where you didn't have the ability to hear normally, you were able to compensate with, with you know, playing and interacting and looking and, and trying to, you know, read the surrounding situations. And even at a really young age, I noticed that, which was very, very cool. Um, where, you know, when you don't have one sense, you really compensate with the others. So that was very, very much something I noticed early on. Amazing. So um, my question is like, I, what you obviously mentioned before that you were, when you found out you were like, you like, teenager you how old are you I think that told me you were 16 no I was like younger than you or maybe I was around your age I might have been around your age as you are now actually so here my big brother was experiencing children for the first time and it was not it was anything but normal um so you know I was I was sad for them scared for them and uh, you don't know these things no one talks about how scary and how dangerous you know pregnancy is and having healthy babies like it's such a miracle and such a blessing when it goes right and then when it goes right after really hard beginnings I think that's really incredible and I think your and Aubrey were like amazing at that you know in terms of just being hopeful and dedicated and and motivated to find every answer to help them through the journey was really great um, amazing so as you just mentioned you felt like all over the place so I want to go like fast forward a few years now, like when I'm one and two, you said I had to wear like a little bonnet for my hearing aids before I got my implants. How did you like communicate with me? Because as you said before, you were around my age and you it, you weren't out of school yet. You went to college. You didn't, you weren't in um, experiences yet that you had to communicate, whether with like sign language or some of the feeling loss. So how do you communicate with me when, when you didn't like have a chance you know, to you never done. You might have. I don't know if have you done. Did you do sign language at the time? Did you know anyone else with hearing loss? How did you communicate with me, especially when I was little, like I was a toddler? How did you communicate? Yeah, so I didn't do any sign language. I don't. Do you sign? I don't even think you. I only know my name in sign, but that's I was about to say, yeah. Though thankfully for you, at least from what I remember. Um, again, you had your, you got your implants so young. So you really just, you relearned how to hear and understand how to process sound. So I know that a lot of, 
like words and stuff, you were, you probably weren't even, you probably didn't understand words anyways, like you and Gabi at the time, because you're both so young. So honestly, like I said before, I think the way that you communicated was through your emotions. Um, you know, you, I think we're, we're smart. Um, and you were able to communicate by either by pointing or, or playing, um, smiling, being sad. So I think a lot of your expressions and your emotions were how you communicated. But I think with any toddler, it's, it's a little hard to communicate because they don't really have a vocabulary. <laughs> they don't really speak, yeah. um, you know, so I think when you were a toddler, you got older, um, you obviously were, you know, you, you learned a lot with your language and, and how to, you know, make sense of sounds and such. And you've obviously thrived ever since, which is great. Um, and I'm very proud to see. Thank you. Um, but yeah. Yeah. But yeah, overall, I don't really think I've had a great way. I don't, I don't have the best answer for that, unfortunately, because I think as a, as a, yeah. Still learning a lot. Still learning a lot. Um, so my next question is, bef like before you met me, before, well, this isn't really before you met me because you already, this question at the time you already knew me. Before you found that I, I had hearing loss, did you know any of what, any one of it? Did you know what it was? Did they ever, did you ever like, did Bubbles, did he ever talk to you about it at school? Was yeah. Like, so there's a chance because he might have this. If you don't know it is, hearing loss is what, like what this is. Yeah, there actually was a boy in my class who uh, was deaf. Um, this is very, this is a throwback. His older sister was in Kenny's class, but his name was Ben Sperling. He uh, he was deaf and he was in my class. And uh, I was exposed to it because I remember he uh, he had hearing aids, but he, he spoke differently. Um, he was really good at sports and he had a lot of really great other qualities. I remember him being like very cute. Um, it's like, oh, what a cutie um but he uh yeah he was one of the few people I think that I had I'd ever met before like I'd had close contact with that was deaf um and he had he was taken out at, at times for special services and such but I had exposure to it I understood what it was and I also um also knew that some of the medications and the treatments I think that they were doing when you guys were really young had potential side effects you know of yeah. hearing loss and things like that so it was uh, obviously it's a major side effect, but, you know, I think in the grand scheme of things, your, your physical health and how yeah. you're you know, mentally are all, they're all there. That's, I think like, so, so amazing. Um, so yeah, I did have, I did have some, some exposure to it before, before you guys were born. Amazing. So, um, my last question is to wrap it up. What do you think of hearing loss when it comes to your mind? Besides knowing me, like, do you think it's a bad thing? Do you think it's a good thing? Do you think it's just like a challenge in the world? What do you think of it when it comes to your mind? Yeah, I think it depends on every person, right? Like I think yeah. every person has their own experience and their own challenge that they, they go through with hearing loss because they're, they're just like, like everybody else. But on the other hand, they have to work a little harder than everyone else, right? Like, I don't have to think about putting my ears in every morning. I, I don't have that challenge like you do. But I think what I've seen, which I find incredible, is that every person that I have encountered, I don't even know they they have hearing issues sometimes because they've been so diligent about learning how to speak and process sound and be mainstream like everyone else because 
yes, it's a challenge that they experience every day, but it's something that they live with and they deal with and they thrive. I think you're a great example of that. Like you have Thank your you. challenges with your hearing, but here you are on a podcast talking about them and constantly improving on your communication skills and language and articulation. And I think what I see people that have hearing loss, I give them like a big holocavod because half the time I don't even know that they have it. And I notice in their ear, there's like a little implant or things like that. And that's just obviously years and years of, of having to work hard at it. So I give you a lot of credit for that. And I would never, ever look at that in a negative way ever more so like, wow, they have strength. So it's my two cents on that. Mm, amazing. So, um, Thank you for having the show. We now everyone listen to this. They learned a lot. Like they learned that like chains can be good. Like even though I got hearing loss, it it wasn't so bad. Chains, I learned a different way, but it, like and I might have had to get pulled out. Like you said, one of the kids in your class who was deaf, he got pulled out. Like that might have happened to me sometimes. But overall, I think that the le- lessons we'll take from this is that like chains can be chains can be good, even if it's a change you don't think and it's scary like how you felt but i think that it means change can be good but thank you so much and for being on the podcast thank you so 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 much don't have to thank me i'm very glad i was able to join um you're an excellent host um Khazi. Mm-hmm. and i would actually i'll pose one question to you before we leave yeah how have you experienced hosting your own podcast and having the various guests like have you learned, what have you learned in terms of I, different people that you interview? Well, I've learned a lot. It really, with everyone I've been having on the show, my old audiologist or my old doctor, but I've learned one thing, that um, hearing loss is a disability, but it comes in many different ways, many perspectives. That's why I've had this podcast I started this podcast because I knew there were a lot of people in the world that I knew hearing loss forward or that helped me with my hearing loss. And it was like very curious and I was very interested about it to know more about it. And as I kept on interviewing all these people, you could go back in the episodes I had with Dr. Don, Dr. K or like Uncle Sviga or my dad or my mom. And hearing loss, it's not just a disability you think of. It's um, how you think of it. It comes from many different ways. And if you think of a disability like, oh, this is bad, you know, now I can't play sports or now I can't like um do quiet because of my voice and do you have like no. Just everything happens for a reason. And what I've learned is that you need to try and look things a different way. Every time I ask them the last question, how to break down a barrier, they they gave me the same answer, but from a different angle. So I would say that a le- lesson that I've learned from hosting podcasts and having everyone on the show is that sometimes you need to move the angle to get a better sense of what you're trying to find. I love that. That's a really great angle. I think we can all use that in different ways in our daily lives. So that was very insightful. Thank you, Khazi. Thank you so much. Thank you so much again for being on the podcast. Um, tell the kids I say hi. Of course, of course. And yeah, love you. Be safe. Love you. Be safe. Bye.